0: Welcome to the PostShift Podcast, your raw look at the hospitality industry, brought to you by SHC. What's happening, PostShifters? Welcome back to the special World Class Canada Nationals. 10th anniversary series uh i hope you're enjoying the episodes um there's a lot of episodes (laughs) they're short but there's a lot of episodes quick concession uh covering all the competitors on the very first day which we should have just finished and then fast forwarding all the way through to the last competitors day um the last competitions where i got opportunity to sit down with alumni and guest judges and just sort of have a chat and see how they feel about war class especially in the 10th anniversary of the canadian nationals and uh I hope you're enjoying the episodes and if you're enjoying the episodes let me know i'm having a blast again um i may keep doing this so you never know but as always team thanks for the support bye okay jeff and massey 10 year anniversary for War class both been through the whole process um want to actually talk about the process and Massey, we touched on it earlier, so I'll give Jeff the floor for this one. Yeah. Like when it came to, if that's okay with you, Massey, I don't want to. I don't want to feel under pressure When it comes to the process of going through a class, I've talked to how each competitor uh, has sort of tackled that process. When it came time for you to get through your nationals, how how was the process for you on a personal level?
1: Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I really looked at it as a as a second job, honestly. I had gone through it in twenty seventeen, and I had seen the success and and the I guess the joys of of winning it through friends of mine and seeing it on their faces and watching them progress throughout their careers with it and I just it was it was a, a pinnacle and a target that I wanted to reach and so I really did look at it like a job uh, just so happened to be that I had another job so <laughs> two jobs uh, going through through twenty nineteen but. Uh, For me, you know, I I wanted to make sure that I didn't give the judges another choice. You know, if I can say, in all honesty, I I wanted to provide the very best example of, of everything that I did for the Nationals, and within that, you know, I think when you look at the the rubric that World Class gives to you, when you look at the you know what the challenge looks like, what the skills and the things that they're they're testing you look like, there's these little gaps in there, mm-hmm. and in those little gaps, for me, is where I found spaces to really showcase my personality, the things I was excited about, the storytelling that I really wanted to give, uh, and so you know. I spent a long time doing exactly that, like really digging through what it is they were looking for and really trying to like highlight those spaces where I could showcase who I was and the story that I, that I wanted to send off. And, you know, being that it was where it was, you know, my year was in Whistler, which Mm -hmm. is like amazing in its own right. I just wanted to speak up to the, to the majesty of, of where we are and, uh, Pay homage to to Canada, really, is is really what I looked at for the nationals.
0: When you say you treated like a second job, did you keep it structured? Like, Did you schedule yourself to do certain elements of the challenges that were leading up to it? Because I find a lot of bartenders, they see it as like, I'll do it in my free time. Right. So everything in life goes around that. And then they'll plug in 45 minutes here, plug in an hour here. Did you structure it so that you were like dedicated to it uh partially yeah i mean i do a lot of my best thinking in the shower so
1: <laughs> i scheduled my the four hour sch- schedule my four hour shower yeah my water bill is terrible uh but yeah I, I did i did do that and you know in, in addition like i had uh chris and grant who were kind of my sounding board throughout this process and we decided like we're all terrible golfers but we decided to like take some time on the golf course to really like talk things through, because that is really what we do as bartenders, is we like, we focus on something, the task at hand, but we're always having that conversation, right? Like, when you're making a drink at the bar, you're not just like stoic, shaking a drink and not talking to anybody. I mean, I've seen you, you're very personable. You're at the bar, you're talking to people about like, your passions, their passions, and I think that's like, being in the industry and working at a bar has kind of rewired my brain to focus on things like that. Mm -hmm. So if I'm being terrible at golf (laughs) and looking for my golf ball in the rough while having that conversation it like it really it really honed that in so we scheduled a couple things like that but yes in addition to that like i spent a good chunk of time especially after hours at at work you know i'm really blessed with the equipment and the Mm -hmm. program we have at botanist so i would just like Clean up, let everybody leave, and then just like take the time for myself to really dig into what those drinks looked like and and the and the storytelling and, and all that. So yes, I did a little bit of both.
0: Like you know, reset, re, like start off some another section of your brain by playing bad golf. Yes, when you got your right side of your brain is like this is how I bartend, which becomes very second nature and subconscious, mm-hmm. and then playing golf completely. There's a big question. Did you get better at golf?
1: It uh, depends <laughs> on who you ask. Yeah, we'll see. We did. We did go to uh, play around a round of golf after uh, world class in Glasgow, and I think I lost like twenty four balls. So. Jesus, you didn't.
0: Massey, you were a little bit in. We touched on this earlier. Yes. Um, you had your own business. Yes. Like you had your own business, and as you said, you did it on a shoestring. And then yep. the general manager left. How did you structure your process? I I did structure yeah. one hour a day,
2: minimum, um, going through first and foremost what I had to learn. Um, you know, something that I missed, for instance, brand points, you know, very simple stuff. Second, my ideas and how I can reflect myself into those ideas. Um, how do I, you know, you, know, just, you know, just reading the challenges, you actually made the challenges yours. Um, and I always kind of approach things in that way, you know, there's never a, a strong structure on how it's going on. I just like it to make a mind and make sure that, you know, my personality or whatever I want to express, it cannot get through. The
1: message. So,
0: and I know that Massy, you and I competed against each other. You did it a couple of times before you won the nationals.
1: Uh, it was in 2017. Uh, got to you, the nationals yeah. Yeah. and then took and a break, and then 2019.
0: How much? Because I think sometimes, like some people, do reflect and sort of look at what they've done in the past and try and fix what they like and some you know everybody says don't look in the past like look to the future like Mm -hmm. don't try but you do have to reflect but how much for both of you on a personal level did you reflect on what you had done in the past for nationals and regionals and how much you were like i got to fix that or did you sort of just cut it and go that was before let's make sure i do it better next time
1: for me, I think about it like, you know, it's a constant evolution. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that my 2017 challenges, I did some really cool things. I also, like, looking back at it, I'm sure there were some terrible drinks. So I'm not going to lie, <laughs> you know. Uh, so I, I think about it as an evolution. Like, I, I think it would have done myself a disservice if I didn't look back in the past mm-hmm. and not just see the things that I did right and wrong, but to see the things that other people did right and the other people, the other people did wrong and, and learn from that. So, I guess it's it's kind of a blend, saying like it's a clean slate after that experience, but then, you know, taking the time to really reflect was really important to me. It's funny, we were just talking about this and some of the advice that I would give to, to bartenders who have really engaged in this programming is sometimes just to take a step back and, and really digest what you what you experienced i think in general in life that's a pretty important very important. Uh, reality but you know 2017 like that was a really big year for me not only for that competition but for other competitions as well uh and then looking at moving into vancouver where i am now uh, but so 2018 I, I took a break and decided i wasn't going to do world class mm-hmm. and that's when i was lucky enough to watch you compete as well uh but to, I didn't see you. Just I, actually, at regionals, did the regional oh, okay. oh, Good. Good. I was lucky to see you in a lot of other ways. Thank you. Uh, but to uh, don't read into that too
0: much.
1: <laughs> uh, hour, uh, but to have to have uh, to have that year, uh, kind of like a gap year, if you will, uh, was really really meaningful for me.
0: Oh, because I suppose that yeah, was the year you moved from from Calgary to to Vancouver. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can see that. Yeah. I can see that with, with these processes and, and we talk, I talked to Matt and a couple of other judges. like you've got to know a lot of the competitors over the last couple of days, not just in the event challenges and judging them and stuff like that, but like on am going a personal, more casual level at dinners and stuff like that yeah. with how many young bartenders there are entering this year, not having a regionals to sort of cut their teeth, which I thought was challenging. It, it, it could have been, desi- it could be fantastic or disastrous yeah. in the same instance. Um, do you, have you spoken to a lot of the bartenders about their process of getting into the mindset of coming to? to I think
2: I think we tried to tell we told them during the, the studios and you know the the lunch that we did the way that we approached this mm-hmm. kind of um, competitions. Did we talk one to one? I did not. And probably something I should that we should have done a bit you more of a conversation with <laughs> <But> <too. laughs> you at, at, at the same time you know it, it's so funny because sometimes they, they don 't want to tell you lots of stuff you know mm-hmm. this, this is kind of a um, distance that mm-hmm. you know and we understand because yeah. we've been in both kind of parts that competitors are judges they have between each other, uh, apart with people that you do know, people that you do work with or people that you know that they have more confidence that they know you better. Um, with some people, of course, I, I'm you know I'm always happy to give feedbacks if that matters. Um, I, I can I say we can make the drinks, so
1: yeah. like you know, I, I can I, if you're competing. Yeah, exactly. like Globals <laughs> again. Again, It's happening? Uh, <laughs> I would say uh, I, I I do cherishless conversations. Mm-hmm. You know, having having uh, kind of intimate moments with with our competitors who are going through something that's like both wonderful and incredibly stressful. Uh, I've pushed a lot of people to get into this competition, and specifically because I think it it gets you out of your comfort zone. You know, it grows your personal brand, it grows your identity in the in the industry, which is which is one thing that's really meaningful. But it also, like, it teaches you so much. You know, and I, I think, like I'm saying, my progression from 2017 to 2019, and then further afield to now is you know, a little bit regression lately, but outside of that, you know, I've, I've grown, like, what I know about bartending and what I know about the industry and, and what I know about myself so much more, and so the conversations that I've had with the competitors uh, that I've been able to talk to, it's its exactly that. Like, you know, enjoy this. Enjoy this moment, enjoy this time.
2: And on the note that, for instance, one thing that Workhouse Canada does very well when you go to the globals, you have also the previous winner that comes with you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we knew each other a little bit, right? We didn't know each other so, so, so much. And that really bounded you, you know? If you... Were, I like to listen. I like, you know, to take advices from people that I think they know things and that was the difference between you know because you become a mentor of a guy that already knows your stuff Mm -hmm. or you know already compete a few times already has um, a little bit of experience and that's where the strength comes in you know you become upper friends which is obviously the main thing but also competition wise Mm -hmm. you become very focused very you know uh, you, you take things with professionals but also with irony you know you're ready for the war uh, all the competition, all the challenges, without that stress of, oh my God, I'm by myself, you know? There's always someone else. I remember you in the prep rooms, you know, some people were stressing and we were like laughing, and you know, why? Because we prepped, you know, we talked for three months about it. Like, you don't go there on the last second. We actually did some of the drinks, you know, on the last second, and mm-hmm. you know, that collaborations um, of trust between each other really shows off on that second of, now we gotta make a very good drink how that happened with you know the Monarch for instance you know we're adding Dash of Bitter I
0: think the studios help a lot with that the yeah. the activations during the year because I've seen studios in other countries and other and other, so things it's usually very drink focused very like this is how you perfect a martini and, yes, and right. that's of thing which is always very brand specific which is fantastic mm-hmm. but I think the little bit difference for the, the sessions this year and the studios this year was definitely much more of like a very heart to heart conversation very raw conversation yeah. about the competition and why you should do it and how you should do it and like lean on and we had more entrances than many times
1: and i can say also like the the changes that we've done from previous years to this year this year we really focused on yeah like that building that intimacy and mm-hmm. building that connection because last year's was still there, but we you know were presenting from a deck and we were like you know lights down and 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 doing things on PowerPoint, which is like great in some ways and has its moments in some ways but you know this year we really focused on like Let's take these bartenders out for a nice lunch. Yep. Let's like sit down with them. Let's get to know them. Let's tell the story of cool. of of Massey. Let's tell my story. Let's talk. Let James talk for like way too long. <laughs> four hours. <laughs> <laughs> we had like ten minutes. He had four hours. Oh yeah. Uh, but but to but to have that kind of connection, and then we then had like you know different pop ups. As you know, of course, we had one at Clive's. It was really wonderful, and you know, having that. I can see the difference in the engagement because mm-hmm. it's so much more meaningful. Like we've all we've all been to school before. We've all yeah. seen the like yes. PowerPoint presentation.
2: And the beauty is like, you know, you start listening to or well, actually their feelings, what I have to say, why they are entering or what they're not entering. You know, yeah. so you can you can tell them as like you you obviously free to do whatever you want. But on my side, I would tell you I will highly you know recommend you to do this personal challenge, work challenge, future, you know, it's, it's something that will anyway do good for you, you know? And when you sometimes, um, you have that little, you know, distance, it's really hard for them to trust you. Mm-hmm. When if you're close to them and you, you really tell them what your experience is, I think it's very hard for them to not trust you because you are telling the truth. So
0: Yeah,
1: it's, it's fun to find that balance too. Yeah. Like, You know, once once before you get into the competition, like I can give you as much advice as you want. Like maybe you're not even going to enter, and still, Mm -hmm. world world class is is a very meaningful part of both of our lives, but it's not all of it as well, right? You know, I'm I'm still always really keen on on engaging in bartenders' growth and you know assisting along the way as much as I can because you know. Sean, you were the person that assisted me when I was like a young bartender in in, uh, in Edmonton, you, you know, and like I I still probably have a sheet of your specs that you gave me when, <laughs> when, when we first met. And like that that has changed the way that I saw how this industry could work. You I know? appreciate that. So, you know, I it's it's incumbent on me and I'm I'm sure you feel the exact same way. Like, like whether it's in world class or whether it's workplace. In the workplace or in, in general life, like it's yeah. Being a being a mentor in the last couple of years has been such a beautiful thing to, to be a part of.
2: And I think you know for this year, for instance, we are you know very even stronger, I believe, to bring whoever's the new champion, which would be tonight. Um, and you know trying to bring it to Brazil with that mindset of yeah. you know you're not by yourself. Like obviously, when you go there and perform, you are by yourself. Yeah. But you know the the all yeah. pre. And all pre-thinking, it's it's not. It's uh, it's all together going there and trying to, you know, do our very best.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, we're a couple of hours out from here in the, for the, who the winner is. Down top four, down to the winner. Like literally two or three hours. Two now. Hours, yeah. You're not going to be the baby anymore.
1: No. With your white hair.
0: But thanks so much for hanging out with me, boys. Uh, always, a always a pleasure.
1: Absolute pleasure. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you.
0: Thank you. Thanks for listening, Shifters. I hope you enjoyed that episode. I really enjoy sitting down with friends and peers and uh, just chatting about the industry and getting down to the nuts and bolts of what's really going on out there. Uh, Make sure you like, subscribe, comment, everything on all the platforms. Just hit it up and I'll do my best to answer any queries or questions you have. I'll see you next week, guys. Bye.